Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm C.B. Drogi. This week, Truth by Fabiana Elisa Martinez. The very first time that a real woman touched Ben, he was 14, confused and distracted. The second time, he was alert. Surely other women had caressed, held, and even hit him in the course of his brief life, But all those ladies had a higher title to carry in the script of his days. All of them, mother, aunts, nannies, teachers, and grandmothers, although Ben could not find the image of his paternal grandmother extending her hands to anybody, were like planets in a system, and each of them had performed their steps according to a strict choreography in the ballroom of Ben's development. All of those women had been and still were essential elements of the algorithm that coded Ben's activities. Some nurtured, others corrected, most of them protected, and a few signaled the path. Their touches and voices, their eyes and skins, could be young, decrepit, intense, or reticent. Certainly none of their acts were deprived of sense. But Diana. He hoped the name on her Pan Am name tag was her real name, for that was Ben's favorite Roman deity, was nothing more than a woman who had touched him twice. Years later, whenever he breathed the nauseating scent of mothballs, usually when Jennifer took him to see a classic play at the lyric stage on Clarendon Street on a Sunday afternoon, he wondered if that odor had brought Diana to his rescue. He was covering his mouth with one hand and rummaging in the front seat pocket in search of the sanitary bag that might prevent an accident in the hours to come. The flight was packed, and he was not sure if he would be able to endure the emanations from the pink Chanel jacket to his right for the entire four hours from Lovefield to Logan. Let me check your seatbelt, honey, a voice sang while the most immaculate red nails, crowning the fingers of an exquisite hand, interrupted his quest. Ben looked up, forgot that he was part of a universe in which fat ladies in stinking outfits sat in planes next to teenagers who traveled alone, and let Diana shake the buckle while smiling at him and frowning her nose. As her pinky finger slightly brushed against his shirt, Ben sat still, appalled by the effort of understanding the tide of shame and pleasure that rose to his face faster than any Apollo mission so far. The plane took off, and also did Ben's bafflement, sparkled with the new happiness of understanding that four hours would not be enough to process the feeling. He smiled at his cartoon magazine, because the panels depicting Yuri Gagarin's life would become the innocent parapet from which to follow the steps of Diana up and down the aisle. When the creamy clown inside the Chanel jacket began to snore, Ben reclined his seat and pretended to read, while praying to all the ancient Roman pantheon that the next blue skirt rubbing his shoulder belonged to the blonde reincarnation of their hunting goddess. But gods retire in more drastic ways than humans do or they tend to become deaf even before retiring. Diane was not the one bringing him the mid-flight bitter orange juice and crackers, nor the one clicking her blue shoes to the front of the cabin to describe the weather conditions at landing, nor the one collecting the trash. 
Gagarin was about to start his last flight in his MiG-15 in the third panel of page 58 when the alive pilot announced that their descent had begun. In a string of movements hard to enumerate, the pink jacket stopped snoring. Ben closed his magazine, and a hand touched his hair. Please straighten your seat, gentlemen, Diana said. Ben looked into her eyes and turned into the smallest being on Earth, smaller than any earthling Gagarin could have fathomed from space. Each stroke of the red nails on his hair made him even more diminutive, pushing him irremediably to the verge of disappearance. You have the softest hair I've ever touched, darling. Thank you for flying with us. Years passed, and over the relentless trail of seconds, Ben did not have to visit Uncle Kevin in Texas anymore. Pan Am went bankrupt, and the number of Chanel suits on planes decreased immensely. At least for Ben, the truth remained, however, in the atoms of what really mattered. The smell of mothballs, the bitterness of cheap orange juice, and the first brush of sensuality dropped like a present from an ancient flying nymph. This has been Truth, written by Fabiana Elisa Martinez. Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash manowaker to find out more. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios Director of Dice is Ben Baston. The podcast is produced, edited, and narrated by me, C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter at C-B-D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening.